Blog Talk Radio. Tragically and unfortunately, there is another America. This other America has a daily ugliness about it that constantly transforms the buoyancy of hope into the fatigue of despair. Yo, the struggle is real, people can't deal 99% can barely pay their bills A living wage, give me something I can feel At the rate I earn, no need to write a will Cause nothing from nothing leaves nothing If I wrote a will, I'd be doing nothing but bluffing I was taught hard work brings good pay So I'm productive in my workplace every day But I still can't make ends meet So I still gotta beat these streets All day standing on my feet Cause if I don't, then my cubs won't eat Damn, with the land of the free sheep Can't tell Instead of building schools, building more jails I don't get it, I've been doing what I was told to do The American dream is just a bugaboo Make America great again, I'll pass Make America better for the working class Make America better Climate is crazy, people full of fear. Some black and brown boys won't make it through the year. A lot of black and kids terrified to go to school. Cause when they make it home, mommy might be on the move. Immigration kicked the door in, pinned it down. Cuffed her up, now they're trying to ship her out of town. This is bullshit, there's gotta be a better way. She's not a criminal, find a way for her to stay. Can't believe these times that we're living in. Yo, it's time to knuckle up, stop giving in. These are serious times, y'all, we gotta grind. If you're not in the game, get off the sideline. Stop complaining if you're not gonna play a part. You think you're tough? Well, now it's time to show your heart. Although the Constitution wasn't meant for me and you, nope. but now it is. We the people and we bustin' through. Make America great again, I'll pass. Make America better for the working class. Make America better And they're on attack Put your petty prejudices on the back burner Cause we're in this together Time to knock turn off I'm talking revolt at the ballot box Midterm elections, let's turn them out You should run for office If they got it in ya We need the raw uncut No more splendor They can send foreign aid by the billions But refuse to invest in our children The way they tax us is straight fucking robbery It only serves to exacerbate poverty How can we get ahead? With no bread This is why the 99 stay in the red But are you with me? Cause I'm done We about to stay and cook em. A change gonna come Call themselves America. Midterm election. 
politicians, let's turn them out. We the people, let's show these jokers what we're about. Get involved with politics at the local level. To grow a tree, first you gotta bring a shovel. To dig a hole, plant seeds, give it water, let it breathe. Before you know it, sprouting up through the ground. Just a metaphor on how we gotta put it down. Turned out the way they did Because it has awakened people from their slumber Americans have been sleeping for years But listen, it's time to get into the solution There are elections every year Not four years, every year Get out there, get involved, run for office Let's change this shit This is your call to action Are we safe to America? Are we safe to America? Are we safe to America? Is be true to what you said on All right, welcome to the digital meet and greet for Describe Yehudi, and that song you just heard was Make America Better, Not Great Again, Make It Better, and uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, slash moderator, slash announcer, just some guy named Jay, dang, that's some of my throat, oh well, fuck it, it's all good, show you, it's live. All right, let me go on ahead and bring on everyone. Uh, I actually don't see anybody. Uh, press 1 if you're streaming, uh, JT, or, you know, describe. Press 1 on your phone. JT, how you doing? Good, man. You know what I'm saying? It's another digital meet and greet, another, another time out, another time to make an impact. Uh, time to showcase another great time with a great song, man, so... Ready to get it, man. Ready to do what we do here. You know what I'm saying? On the digital meet and greet. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be in with my tag team partner, some guy named Jay. Not just any Jay, but DJ, the original, the originator. So we in here, man. We're ready to do it tonight, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Um, well, describe is not here at the moment, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what's up with that. But, uh, well, you know, the show must go on regardless. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so what'd you think I mean, of the we song? We get our advertisements in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's let's plug some of them right quick. Uh, you know, shout out to Petty Meme Syndrome. You can check out the clothes at www.pettymemesyndrome.com. And uh, Petty Meme Syndrome is also looking for uh, you know, some uh, uh what do you call those things? I'm 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 not brand fart, bro. Yeah, brand ambassador. They're looking for brand ambassadors. I, I see JT, you're one of the brand ambassadors too, right? Yes indeed, man. One of the lead ones. Yeah, I'm I'm in there, man. Gotta get your petty mode gear, man. It's a lot of stuff coming. You know what I'm saying? First week in November, look for some more stuff dropping exclusively on, on the dot com, petty mean syndrome dot com. Um, look for that, man. It's going to be some hot gear, man, for the winter, for the fall. Oh, yes, true indeed. Uh, and also, speaking of apparel, we also have the I Am Apparel Group 
www.diamapparelgroup.com. You know, check out what they have. I am is arguably, arguably the most powerful statement in the English language. It's it's uh, declarative, definitive, and it speaks in present tense. Present tense. We feature a line of inspirational and motivational shirts with a twist. Our use of creative acronyms. I am, you know, uh, you know, like they have the the boss shirts and they have like B stands for this, O stands for that, S stands, you know. So, uh, you know, definitely a lot of positivity on the shirts. So definitely check out what I am, you know, the shirts that they have, and you go to www.diamapparelgroup.com. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so so JT, you you feeling the song? I'm feeling the song, man. I think it has a strong statement. You know, the words of the song say a lot, man. Especially when you know everything political and and what's going on. It's, it's a breath of fresh air to be able to listen to a song and 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 be motivated, and it has some inspiring stuff in there. Instead of you know tearing down, you know, people, it's it's an uplifting. Um, motivational type song, so it's good to you know breathe something like that in the atmosphere, man. Because you know we need it, and I think it's a statement song, especially you know what I'm saying on the brink. We're six days out from election, and we just really, you know, really just trying to stay in, a, in, in you know with the momentum, man. Because we don't know, you know, what I'm saying the reaction in this country, man. You know, based on you know which way the election may go. There's going to be a base that's not going to be happy, and and that was the one thing that we can guarantee. Some people are not going to be satisfied with what happens, and then we're also looking in a, in, a, in a thing that, you know, it may it may drag out over several days. We may not know who the president is, you know, what I'm saying for several days. So a lot of unexpected things. So with this song, you know, what I'm saying being able to breathe this in the atmosphere, man, this what this what's needed, man. You know, what I'm saying it, we we so divided in. Hearing it as a country, as a people, just to hear a song like that, it, it gives you hope that one day we can get back to, you know, what I'm saying the reality of you know being united and, and coming together and more positive stuff. You know, what I'm saying again, another another uh, African American male loses their life. You know, what I'm saying in these streets in America again, America, one of the freest countries in this world, we still are, you know, crime to murder. And, Misjustice, and you know what I'm saying. You know, you got law enforcement that's supposed to protect and serve, but they're not protecting and serving where it pertains to our people. So again, we need more songs. You know what I'm saying? Like describe a song, man. We need that in our atmosphere because there's so much injustice, misjustice, and miscommunication, and just a misunderstanding here in America, man. We've got to do better. So songs like that, we've got to continue to push the platform and push the the um, the agenda on the songs, man. Oh yes, true indeed, true indeed. Yes, very well said. You know, uh, you know, for all y'all checking out, for all y'all listening, if you got a chance to check out the song at the beginning of the program, that is "Make America Better" by Described. And uh, you can also check out the single on YouTube. You can go to YouTube.com and put in Make America Better and check out the single for yourself, you know. 
But Jay, what's your thoughts on the song? Uh, you know, I know the people are wondering what, and how you thinking about it. What, what, what do you think about it? Oh yeah, I, I, you know, it said a lot of you know important stuff that needs to be said right now. Um, you know, like I said, uh, like it's just like an answer to Donald Trump's "Make America Great Again." You know, like hey, make America. I mean, we need to make it better. You know, and uh, it really broke down the different areas that. Needs improving in America. Jose, have you already voted? Not yet. I'm going to go tomorrow. Actually, I've been, I've been, not, I, I've been so wrapped up, and uh, I've, I've been taking the uh, early voting for granted. <laughs> I've been like, hey, I'll just go tomorrow. Right, well, I'll just go tomorrow. <laughs> So now I'm, I, I told myself I'm gonna hold myself accountable and go tomorrow. Uh, <clears throat> this time for real, this time instead of letting it drag out. So, uh, so yeah, I'll be up at the polls uh, voting early tomorrow. Indeed. Yeah, I was definitely able to do it over the weekend, and it took two hours. But you know, I look at it like, man, two hours over four more years of the same old rhetoric. I'll send, I'll send two weeks if I have to, man, because you gotta let your voice be heard. And, and that's the only way to make it happen. Oh yes, true indeed. Well, let me ask you uh, this, JT. And I know, I know. Well, we, we both got the same. Uh, you know, we're both saying that we're saying the same thing, pretty much. No more Trump. But I do want to say this. Yeah, you know, just just throw this out there, hypothetically. And I'm not trying to speak it into existence, of course, but just hypothetically. What if Donald Trump wins another four years? What do you think? What do you think? What do, What will you do? Personally, um, first I wouldn't be surprised because the surprise came in 2016, um, and I think it was in preparation to expect the unexpected. So if that were to happen, I wouldn't be surprised. But I've also been preparing mentally for that because at the end of the day, it's still 50-50. Twelve being up 12 points in an election is just like being down three. You know what I'm saying? With 10 seconds left, I can still come tie the ball game with a three. We can go into overtime. Well, that being said, there's so many unpredictable, you know, unpredictable things that I have to look at. Okay, it is possible because Obama did eight years, and nobody really, you know, what I'm saying there was a group of people that didn't want to see him get another four years. So we are in that same position now. There's a there's a group of people that don't want to see Donald Trump do four more years. And so I wrapped my mind around the fact that, okay, this could realistically happen. You know what I'm saying? And the only end game to that is, well, if he does get another four years, it's guaranteed that he can't run again. So that part will make me happy. Number two, there are some things that can come out of this because we can still win the House and still win the Senate. And between those things, now we'd be in the same position that Obama was in where he really couldn't make any moves because it's a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate. And so there's some things around it that can help it ease the blow because now he'll be stagnant because he would have to work around a Democratic um, government. So there's still some things that can happen in the wake of um, if Trump were to be reelected, but you really have to think outside of the box. You really wanted to, you know, to start at the top and kind of trickle down so it can balance out. But Trump being reelected is not the end of the world. It's not something that we want to see. But it encourages you 
vote for your government and vote for your local leaders because they make the foundation of of what the president can actually do. Understand the president is just one man. He still has to have the Senate in the House to be able to make any moves in this country, and that is what's key. Yes, true indeed, true indeed. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, and I, and I feel the same way. You know, if Trump wins another four years, and I mean, God forbid, it's not like uh, we, we want that, but if he does, you know, we still got to keep it moving. We still got to uh, do what we got to do in this world, you know, in, in, in America, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at it, man, it's been a Republican government. For so, I mean, you know, for so long, that's why the president really hasn't been able to make no moves, man. So you got to look at it. Okay, there is a way to flip it, but you got to look at the 70 million people that have early voted so far. We've already broke the trend, you know what I'm saying, in early voting. And 50% of what happened in 2016, we already are ahead of the curve. So if we do what we need to do as far as electing those people in the Senate and in the House, now we won up because it's the one thing that nobody else is thinking about. The advantages in those places is going to make a difference because now you even the playing field, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's like we get the cherry on top if we get a Democratic president because that's what most people want. But if we control the House and the Senate, which we have not have control over in in about 12 years, now you even the playing field because now it really has to come to you and it really has to negotiate through you in order to make things happen. And so now it's like, okay, now we flip it. We flip the narrative. And that's the way you flip it. You don't just put all your uh, eggs in one basket. Okay, if we don't get the presidency, it's where, where the main leader is the president, Democratic-wise, then you go and control the House and the Senate, and you got just as much control as you would with one Democratic president. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Well, uh, you know, while we're waiting on our, our guests to uh, arrive, uh, would we, you know, JT and I are having a wonderful conversation. If you all want to join in, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're already streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. You know, we're talking that well, JT and I are talking right now. We're talking about making America better. So uh, if you want to get in on a discussion on how we can make America better, you're definitely welcome to join us. And uh, we don't necessarily have to talk about voting and making America better. You know, if you want to, if there's another topic that you want to bring to the table, you know, you're definitely welcome to bring it to the table uh, as we wait for uh, Describe to join us. You know. So, Jay, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So we got a brand new season of the versus battle that's going to drop next month. And the first battle out the, out the box will be Jeezy versus T.I. And I want to know from you, because I know you're a hip-hop head, and I know you listen to music, and I know you're familiar with these artists. Who you give the advantage to um, in this battle? You know, off the top, I want to give it to T.I. I, I feel that T.I. has like more hits than Jeezy in my opinion. I, I think. But then again, you know, there's some there's some things that Jeezy put out that I may not be thinking of right now. So when they actually do the verses, 
he may put out pull out them joints like, oh, I forgot about that joint, yeah, oh, gee, okay, Jeezy hit it was hit us with that one, so you know, so it might be, it might go to, it may go either way, but uh, I, I'm 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 thinking Ti, because I, I can just think of Ti's, I, I don't know, his his records kind of come to mind quicker than Jeezy's at the moment, at least, you know. I'll say I'm rolling with T.I., man. I think T.I. is more, you know, commercial-wise. He got more commercial hits, and he's got some trap music, and he's got some real music out there that I think can go toe-to-toe with what Jeezy put out there. And I think it's going to be great overall. It's a win-win, you know, for the night of uh, hip-hop because you got two of the best of the South, you know what I'm saying, to ever come out and make music. And not to say that Jeezy don't have no strong, you know, have some strong music in the underground and as well as some commercial music as well. So I expect um, uh, a balanced battle, but I give the edge to T.I. because I just think he, you know, he, he, he brought it and um, I give him like a one round victory over Jesus. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 I said T.I. I definitely, I definitely uh, think so. You know, I definitely think so. Because yeah, so like say, has, man. yeah, it certainly will. You know, um, I know Buster Rhymes challenged Ti, but uh, I, I don't like. I said, I think Buster Rhymes need to maybe like a Buster Rhymes and Red Man or something like that. You know, uh, or Buster Rhymes and who do who do you think Buster Rhymes? You know, who who do you think would be a good matchup with Buster Rhymes? I would like to see him go at LL. I would like to see him in LL battle. I think the generational gap was too too large for him to battle. And I think he was looking mm-hmm. for instant heat because a lot of people don't realize that Buster got a CD that's going to drop this weekend. So he was looking for yeah. that extra, you know, that extra push to, you know, get that out there even more. I can't knock him marketing-wise. I mean, that's what you, why not go for it. The worst thing you can do is run into a note. And, I mean, he ran into it, but he still was able to build off of it. He still was able to talk about it. And he got on multiple platforms and did it. And and as you know, whether you get a yes or a no, you got to have a plan A and a plan B. And when he went to plan B, it still got him the publicity that he wanted, and it was still ran all over the world. So he still got publicity on it and was able to, you know, plug his album and say, I got this coming out, that coming out, this, that, and that. T.I. pretty much. Yes or no, Buster was going to get something out of there, and he did. So he realistically didn't even have to accept it. Plus, it gave us an even better battle. You know what I'm saying? Now we got Jeezy and T.I. But I would love to see LL and, um, and Buster go at it because I think they more in the generation closer together, and I think they got hits between them. They could, that would make for a great versus. And um, I would love the energy in the room, too. If you look at either one of their videos, you know what I'm saying, whether it's Buster or whether it's LL, you know, you're bobbing your head, you're feeling the energy of the beat, you, you know what I'm saying? Both of them bring something to the table, and both of them have had hits that, you know what I'm saying, will last in the annals of time, man. So, you know, shoot, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see an email or send something over in the atmosphere and say, let's 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 see it, LL, let's see Buster. Buster, tell me somebody, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that is in your category as far as, you know what I'm saying, being one of the forefathers of, of really putting hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, where it's at today. You was in the best decade um, of music, and that was the 90s. So go ahead and push the envelope on it, you know what I'm saying, and bring it and introduce the kids and educate, you know what I'm saying, these young people on what real hip-hop is all about. 
Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Yeah, you know, yeah, that that could definitely be a good matchup. But let's see what our caller thinks. I think I know who this caller is, but I'm going I'm to see if this is it, though. Caller in the 315-439, you're on the air. Who is this? It's George L. Hunter, host of the Joe Podcast. How's it going, JT, and some guy named Jay? I'm doing well, J.O. Let me throw some claps on for you. J.O., J.T., um, and J. Yeah, so I was going to say, I heard you guys talk about the um, versus battle. Um, I argue with J.T. because I kind of feel like that busted T.I. thing, it would have been like, a, a mismatch because, like, we all know, like, T.I. got a category, but if Buster, once Buster started bringing out, like, Dangerous or Put Your Hands Where You You know that song, what I'm saying, like, Passing Cavavier, like, you can see, like, Buster face. really been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. L.L., and I feel like they, they said L, they said L.L. and KRS-One, but I was talking to the guest you put me on with, um, Jay, and I was like, and she she put put out something. She think the thing with LL. She said um, Karis one went, went lyrically, but she said like it was funny. She was like he's not cute, and LL is more appealing to the ladies. He's in that category. But I will say like it would be a hard because lyrical he would probably get it, but LL got like hits and generation hits that people will play to this day. But like you gotta remember, Karis one was there when he was a he was there. He was basically like the father of, like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like he was there when it first started. So it was like you can't take that away from him. So it was like that right there. But you understand more people. Would, been around for LL and LL got generation hits from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Like Mama Knock You Out, doing it, Hey Lover. Like you can keep going on and on. Love You Better in 2000s, Head Sprung. So it's like that right there. You'll have that issue with. Yeah, true yeah, indeed. and that would draw the ladies, man. Yeah, that draw the ladies in. You know what I'm saying? You bring LL. You put LL mm-hmm. in the group against, and you match him up with anybody in that generation. You know what I'm saying? That he can match hit for hit. You talking about 15 albums? You know what I'm saying? At least that he got in the game. So you put him against a KRS one or Buster Rhymes or, or or some of them cats and, and he and he gonna be able to hold his own. And I'll still give him the edge, man, because I think lyrically he can hang on a lot of cats that you know what I'm saying, that he's he's on the he's he's um he can hang on a lot of cats that people don't give him the credit for being able to do. Um, be able to hold his own. So um, you know, and I'm a, I'm an LL fan, man. So I am a little bit biased, but um, I would love to see him just you know battle. I mean, that was what what hip hop was originally built on the battle rapping and, and the the lyrical battle. And you got to remember, LL was in the midst of some of the some of the um, baddest lyrical um, battles that we've seen in, in the early hip hop days. Yeah. Um... Cause like like you said like he was battling Ice T, Kumo D and stuff like that, and he also battled cannabis. I I got a question for both of you guys, cause like what you hear over the years is that some people felt that cannabis BL lyrically, but it's just like it was just the fact that cannabis could make music. Who do you guys think won that beef, and why you think they won that beef between L and cannabis? Let me go first. Let me answer that one. Uh, I actually I actually think what you I actually want to say what you just said. Uh, lyrically, I believe Cannabis won, but as far as the actual, like, real victory goes to, I believe, That's LL I mean. Cool J. <laughs> yeah, because Cannabis, I mean, if you just listen to the bars or whatever, Cannabis was really getting at him. Uh, LL Cool J, when he came back with the record where he, uh, what's the name of that record? Uh, can I bust? Yes, you can. Then, oh, the like, Ripper's he really, back. Jack oh, the Ripper's back. Jack the Ripper's back. And then he also had the joint 
uh, with Ja was it Ja Rule on the hook where he says where I belong, and he just kind of finished oh, yeah. cannabis I think off. So, yeah, yeah, because people don't people forget about that that record he did with Ja Rule, you know, and and I felt like oh man, you know, cannabis really, I mean, LL Cool J really put the nail in the coffin on cannabis, but I mean, if you if you didn't look at it career wise or look at it from like the, you know, that point of view, if you were just looking at it strictly just lyrically, I think I, I would put it, I'd give it to cannabis, but LL Cool J, like I don't know, he just made like a, it's like he he. I can't explain. It's like he had a better strategy, you know. Honestly, yeah. I'm going to cut you off, but honestly, what I think about with that, I think LL had the better song. Like cannabis was lit. Like cannabis had a good song with it, but LL was more like the response to LL was more experienced. So LL didn't have to go lyrically. LL didn't have to prove himself. All he had to say was that stuff. Like he said, "You running around with the Bob Marley imposters, asking the bitch, he understanding this because ninety nine percent of his things don't exist." Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that joint, yeah. What do you think? Go ahead, JT. Oh no, nah, um, I kind of see that just like I would answer the thing with Jay Z and Nas. Nas won one round, but Jay Z won the war. I see it the same way with cannabis. Cannabis got one off. He had a great round, but LL ultimately won the whole thing because cannabis faded to black after that. He didn't do anything after that, and it's all about what do you do after you throw the combo, or do you knock me on out? Or do I just stagger, but I still come back and I and and I win the whole, you know, the whole thing. He had one. I mean, he that was his best round. That was the best that he had. But he came with nothing after it. His career was nothing after it. He didn't build off that win. He didn't win. He didn't build off that round. LL on the other hand kept going and kept going and kept going. Cannabis. It's the only thing that you can go back to. It's the only thing that you can Google is that one round. He got one hit. He got one thing off of that, and that was it. As opposed to LL, he might have got he got well, he might have got rocked for a minute, but that was it. He came back and he kept fighting, and he's and, and he still had a career. As opposed to cannabis, he's the one hit one. Yeah, but you know, cannabis did drop records after that though, but they were not like the, they weren't like the battle disc records. And they were not as good. They were just kind of like, uh, like the beats were whack. He, it wasn't what we were expecting from him. Uh, that 2000 BC album, I thought it was dope, even though the critics didn't like it or pe- like the people that even the fans didn't really like it. Either. It didn't sell that well. But I personally liked uh, the 2000 BC record. Like a lot of, it was a lot of songs on the album that were dope. <laughs> but I mean, cannabis. It was like it's too little, too late. It's like it's like you can't come out with like a hard hitting record now because LL Cool J finished you off. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to, yeah, like you want to, yeah. you want to drop, drop a record after you done lost. You know, and, and you know, I mean, it was. I thought it was dope as far as like it was. Way, I thought it was better than his first album, the one he did with Wyclef, the, the uh, that album. But like the beats were better. He was spitting better, but. Too late. LL Cool J kicked your ass. <laughs> you can't. You can't come back. You know. Yeah. And, and then all yeah. the you did after that which were really whack. <laughs> what, what do you think about got, that, Jo? Um. Yeah. Because I, I like. I like. It was, I agree with you too. Because like, I listened to the 2000 BC album, 
it wasn't bad, but but the problem with cannabis, like he was like he was intelligent, so like nobody was trying to catch up to that. Where LL had more appealing records, where he he got club records and he got records for the ladies, and like nobody wanted to hear that. Like back then, nobody was trying to hear that stuff, so it's like that's where he felt that. And like like you got to understand, like you could be lyrical, but you got to move with the times. And if like you're not gonna move with the times, do something that's gonna help you like maintain. Like for example, like like you said about Jay Z, JT. Like he went on, he's like the, the they said he was the first hip hop billionaire, whatever, et cetera. But like you see what he's doing, he's doing his liquor business, he's doing like the rock nation, like he wanted to go do something like like cannabis like actually did nothing after that. Like he went to the army, got kicked out, like he had albums that nobody talked about, like he was still dropping albums, but nobody that's how bad it was. Like people he was dropping albums and nobody was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. They they were bad too. <laughs> on top yeah. of that. Hey Jay, crazy. So I got some insight, man. Yeah. So I got one of my hip hop historians to come through. Big, big fan of hip hop, and has some insight on if LL were to battle KRS One. You know what I'm saying? The insight within itself is legendary. And cannabis, I mean, I'm pretty sure he got an opinion on that too. But to bring in Big Les, you know, for his opinion on this topic, Big Les, what you know, good man. What's up, fellas? Hey, how you doing, Big Les? Good, good I'm, to hear, I'm cool, good to have man. You back. I'm cool, yeah. Huh? So good, to, good to hear I from you. Good to have you back. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. James seemed to always find me at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, y'all was talking, okay, so I guess the first, the cannabis thing, um, definitely LL ended his career. And I thought can- cannabis, he 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 was a little bit over a lot of people's head. Like he had some deep stuff. Like he had a piece with common man. That man, what he dropped on common stuff was so crazy. Like I thought he was on the next, whatever, man, that, that piece would, um, I can't think of the name of it, but he dropped on, 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 um, on a Common's album, um, with his, with his mom on it. I think it might've been his second one. And that was dope. Yeah, yeah, because he did the joint with Lauren Hill. That that was on the one he was talking about abortion. Uh, Lauren Hill was on that record. Yeah, he he was was talking about 360 degrees all hammer hit man. Yeah, cannabis was wrong. So, but yeah, I I think some of the stuff cannabis was throwing because you know he was a science major. So a lot of the stuff that he he threw was over a lot of people's heads unless you knew what he was talking about. But my opinion on the KRS One LL tip like ll wouldn't have a chance he he would not mm-hmm. ll could not the kr man krs1 he is a built battle rapper like he is could like that's what he lived for he's always on point like krs even chuck d said ll don't want none like krs1 is like the 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 gangster like battle rapper like even everybody back in the day wanted big daddy kane and rock him but even Big Daddy said he didn't want Rakim because Rakim didn't seem to be the battle rapper. He wanted, you know, he wanted KRS-One. So, yeah, man, I, I don't, LL wouldn't have had a chance. And if that was the case, how come LL didn't take the challenge when KRS-One called him out? Yeah, sure. Hell no. Yeah, 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 no. Well, let me ask you this, though. But just, but strictly just on an Instagram battle, though, like, like the, with the songs, what do you think on that tip? I know, like, lyrically, LL can't get at KRS-One, 
but just strictly just like if they did a versus battle where they just pulling out the joints, who would you go with? Well, me personally, I'm, I'm okay. So let me give as a fan. Me personally, I like Terrence one better than I like LL. Okay. But if we talking about Instagram, LL will probably win because LL, he's a lady's favorite. He had more commercial songs than KRS-One because a lot of stuff KRS-One was dumping wasn't – he. it was all underground. So mm-hmm. when you talk about that type of music, um, LL would probably win that because he had more commercial songs. And, you know, ladies, he like most of his fan base, really, his strong was women. You know, mm-hmm. so – when you got the women, and then he, and then LL did have the people of the street too. But when you got the women, they was buying this stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, on the Instagram thing, definitely um, LL. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, well, I like either way. I like to, I like to see it go down. I mean, especially like an actual battle, like you said earlier, like just going lyrically. I just like to see Karis want to eat them up, even though you know that that's gonna happen. I just like to see the the energy. Behind that, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like it begs the question of who could get with KRS One? Who could battle KRS One lyrically? Rockem? Nah, I don't know. Would you say Rockem? If it's if they sit down and write rhymes, I would go with Rockem. But if it's just top of the dome, I ain't never really heard Rockem go like that top of the dome. So I would think. Not saying he couldn't, because I'm sure he got some rhymes in his head, but Terrence One can just pick, look at the wall and start rapping about it, and it'll be, you know, he'll put something together. You know, I don't, I've never seen Rakim do that. So, you know, it all depends on the, dyna- the dynamics of the battle. Yeah. But about... I'm trying to think of somebody I put with, I would, that I would even. And I know it's somebody Black? out there. We, we just can't think, huh? Black Thought. What do you think? Who? Black Thought. Oh, yeah. Black Thought is tough. Black Thought is tough. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't think he gets, I don't think he gets as much. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. You yeah. know, I, I really don't. Yeah, I, I think he, he's definitely um, lyrically. Um, I like Razzcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of people forget about him, but Razzcast's solo on ice is classic from, like, start mm-hmm. to finish. His lyrical flow is, like, if, you know, if you've never heard that solo on ice, man, y'all need to peep that. Yes. You know, I even like, even though a lot of critics didn't like Assassination, I like that joint, too, like the, that, that album. I mean, a lot of people, it wasn't solo on ice lyrically, but I, it still showed who he was as a lyricist, in my opinion. Which one was that? The, the second joint, Rassassination. Okay, I had to check it out. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't heard that one, but I'll, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, he had I'll a joint it. with a Dr. Gray on the hook. Uh, what was it called? Ghetto Fabulous. And he had another okay. joint. Um, yeah, Rascat. What, what else? What else was on there? It was it was a, it was a sleeper. It was I mean, but it was dope. But people like slept on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna give y'all an album to check out. Um, it's fairly new. She's a new school rapper, but she got an old flavor. And this is one of the best joints that I've heard post 2000, probably behind Kendrick Lamar's "Pimple Butterfly." 
So I'm giving her a lot of props. And I've been telling people, y'all don't like this album. I give you fifty dollars. So the name of the name of the artist is Il Camille. I L L. Il Camille, and the name of the album is Heirloom. And listen to him start to finish. I guarantee you, you ain't gonna be able to put it down. And then you're gonna want to start looking back at some of her other joints where she got some nice music. So mm. y'all get back with me on that and tell me. Il Camille and the name of the album is Heirloom. Definitely. Okay, okay. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah. I thought yeah. I sent it to you, um, Jay. Yeah, let me check that out too. Yeah, let me check. I'll I'll send you a a copy of what it looks like, James, and then you can pass it on to them. Okay, good. Thank you. I want to say I want to touch on one more quick thing with uh, with Black Thought though. He's another MC that, like you said, with Kara's one, he can look at a piece of paper and start spitting just off of that. Like Black Thought, that's I mean, he can just look at the sky and just I mean, just start (laughs) forward, you know, just anything off the top of the dome, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna check for that. Uh, uh, for some reason, I thought I was thought you were gonna say Rhapsody for some odd reason. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I mean, I'm hip to her, but like nobody knows about Bill Camille. Like she's so underground, bro. And this album is so dope. Like I like I discovered it back in early 2020, and I it's it's heavy still in my rotation. You can listen to it from start to finish, and she's she's dropping like dope. Lyrics, there's no none of that. Like none of her stuff is that new style flavor thing, man. So I and okay. I even went back to listen to some of her other joints, but I I want y'all to listen to that first to kind of capture her and then start researching her stuff, man. I guarantee I guarantee you, you play this CD, you won't just play it once. Got it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna check for. I'm JT. Send it over, man. I definitely want to check it out. I'm definitely going to send it over, and I'm also going to put it in uh, the Blacktopia group, too, um, and do some new flavor, you know, in the atmosphere, um, and, and check it out and listen to it myself. It's always good to, you know, listen to some new stuff, especially when you're a music lover, so you know, I look forward to that. Yeah, man. Yeah, she, you know, she she respecting herself. It ain't a lot of, she calling herself no type of disrespectful name. She's talking about being a queen. You know, that hip-hop we grew up on, man. I mean, I, 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 man, I, I'm trying to get everybody to listen to it, man. You know, she seems like she a cool, she cool piece. I follow her on uh, Instagram too. Okay, okay. I'm gonna check you, Camille. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for that. Yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of female yeah. MCs, I check out Cooler Von Seal. Check out Cooler Von Seal on Spotify. Check out her music followers. You know, follow up Cooler Von Seal. K U L A. V O N C I L L E. Check out Cooler Von Seal. All right, hey, you. I'm driving right now, but um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try to connect with you, man, and and we can exchange some some thoughts or whatever. Or I could put it on Black Topia, and y'all can catch that, and we exchange. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely check her out because I'm always looking for some new stuff. Definitely, Cooler is definitely, definitely a lyricist, man. She's definitely dope. On so many levels, man. I mean, I got a couple of her songs in my playlist, so she definitely bringing the heat, both live and, you know, saying on uh, you know, on, on wax too. So uh, definitely a dope artist, one of the dopest that I've that I've heard in a while. Um, 
Uh, her flow is definitely something that's catchy and definitely catches your attention. So I really love uh, listening to her music, man. Good, big, big ups to um, Kula Vachon. Kula Von Seal. All right. Von yeah, I mean. Definitely. Excuse me, Von <laughs> it's, it's all good. I, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> sometimes I'll switch up like that, too. But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're going to share them links, man. We definitely got to keep that that traditional golden era boom bap hip-hop alive. And, you know, J.O., J.O.'s a young cat, and he still rock with the – he still – he rocks with the le- – he goes back and listens to the legends, you know? Yeah, J.O., still, still here. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Hey, J.O., yeah. let me get your opinion. Let me get your opinion on something. What's, who do you think is the dopest uh, female uh, lyricist, in your opinion? Right now or like all time? All time. Let's go all time. Mm, that's, that's hard because you could talk about because mm, I listen to a lot. Mm. If I had to choose one, like the best one I would have to go with, if, uh, it's, it's a tough one. There's a lot because I listen to like a lot of like Queen Latifah, MC Light and stuff like that. So it's like it's a difficult one. But like to me, if I had to listen to, like, the dopest, mm, I'm sorry. It's, it, that's a tough decision because there's a lot of dope. Let's just okay, say I'm break the ice. I'm going to say Go I'm going to break the ice for you. I'm going to say the Brett. The Brett is at the top of my list. Mm. I got one for y'all that y'all ain't even thinking about. Who that? Lone Hill. Yeah, Lone Hill? of course. I was just about to say that, too. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that, too. Yeah, Lauren yeah, Hill. Lauren, yeah, that's, she's at she's at the top of mine too. Yeah, uh, Lauren was tight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Missy Elliott, you'd have to put on there. There are a lot of rappers that, a lot of female rappers that. I mean, MC Light, MC Light, Lauren Hill, um, the Brat in my uh, uh, Lil Kim is somebody that I would put on that list. Um, you know. May not be a popular list, but I think I listen. I think about lyrics and I think about impact. And those ladies, for me, also Queen Latifah, those ladies, you know, to me, broke ground and and really set the stage for what we're seeing now. Now, whether they carry the torch on and what those ladies, the foundation those ladies set, is to to one person's opinion, but I think those ladies uh, definitely set fire to what you know for what foundation we've seen for these ladies. It's like a cooler. You know, Von Seal is able to come out and do her thing. Those ladies set the, the groundwork for that to happen. Mm, oh, I yeah. What's that? Hip-hop duel. What was that? I couldn't hear that. Huh? What, what, what was that? I, I didn't catch that. What did you say? The best hip-hop duel. Like oh, who, who like is the best? Oh, who's the best? Uh, I just I thought Mob Deeper when you first said that duo, but I don't know. What do you? I mean, hmm, let me think. I have to throw Mob um, Deeper have to be up there. They're up there. Yeah, Mob Mob Deep will be up there probably. Yeah. Um, Outcast, Mob Deep. Uh, Eric B and Rakim. Nah, that that was well, nah, that's just a DJ. DJ. Yeah, Eric B was the DJ. Two MCs, probably Mob Deep, uh, 
Outcast is who's coming to mind. Um, uh, I say this. Now, I would say Run DMC set the trend. You know, so you got to give them credit for they for what they did for hip hop and they changed. But mm-hmm. probably for well, my two favorites, and I do like Bob D, but my two favorites would be EPMD. And Ooh, yeah. Okay. And the only reason well, I say EPMD for one reason because one was never good without the other to me. Like Eric Sherman had a few hits, but it wasn't like they were when they were together. You know, mm-hmm. they just it was just something to me about them that they just needed each other to be great. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm gonna yeah, say that's yeah, just in the Fresh Prince because to me that was that was a duo um, that that set a certain trim trend and crossed over and continued that trend outside of just being in one genre. I mean, they yeah, became. I'm, I'm talking about like two MCs though, no, not not the MC and the DJ. I'm just talking about two MCs that like like Run and DMC. Um, Eric, not, I'm not here. Um, EPMD, um, who else? But like Houdini, you know, those type of guys, like two MCs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, EPMD, I, I definitely agree. Um, let's see, who else? Who else was killing it right now? Um, so, damn, I'm, 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 I'm here. What was that now? Salt and Pepper, they had a nice little run. Oh, yeah, they sure did. Salt and Pepper. Uh, I don't know, let me think. Who else? Is yeah, they did have a good run. JJ Fad had a hit or, hit or two. Mm-hmm. But EPMD are the only ones outside of run and DMC. Like, I don't even, like, that's a whole nother difference. But like EPMD, shit. Every every time they came out with an album, it was it was, it had something on it. Mhm. Outcast too. Outcast too. I gotta I gotta give them they props. So Outcast be a better? Would they be on top of that hill over EPMD based off of hits and longevity? Because they also, in my mind, they weren't able to split and be as successful as they were together. So they both right. had both groups had the same problem. Right. I I think out what Outcast did for the South. You know, I mean, South the South was always viewed as being corny. You know, weak weak MCing. You know, I think Outcast changed that they had a they had their own style from a southern place but the way they spit was New York you know it was it, it still had that east coast that east coast spin on it you know but um I don't know like but EPMD was just straight New York you know I say Red Man and Method Man when they when they got together yeah, they was they was tight. They was yeah, tight. Yeah, I agree. I mm. think Redman don't get enough credit. I love Redman, man. Redman, I don't think he gets enough credit being an MC. I agree. I, 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 I think 
Well, I think uh, that one of the reasons why is because Red Man is sometimes comical, and I think sometimes that I think some people just may not think of him sometimes. Not not that he's not like you, not that he's not dope, but I think that that might be the reason why he doesn't stick. What do you What do y'all think? Why he slept on like that? Uh, probably because I don't think he gets enough airplay. Mm, yeah, that's one of yeah, that's one of, that's a reason. Uh, but I I think yeah. man, if you sit down and listen to some of his joints and his oh my goodness, he he'll have you thinking mm-hmm. when he's spitting. Yeah, money yeah. water. Yeah, I love that one, money mm-hmm. water. Yeah, boy. Hmm. I think uh, that's actually you know I'd rather hear him go against uh, Buster in a versus battle than LL. I'll yeah. think that the other day, too. Yeah, I'd rather hear uh, Red go against him. I don't think Buster got enough in the tank. I, I'm not, I I'm not think, a big fan like that. I don't think he can. He got, he got a lot of his doctor. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's a it's a acquired taste, but he does have a lot of hits that go back, you know, since, since you know, the scenario days, uh, Tribe Called Quest and all that. And then just you know moving forward, he, he's he's I'd say ever since uh, what from at least from '94 to 2004 maybe mm-hmm. he, he's had like mm-hmm. he's had like at least a hit a year, if not two. Yeah, I don't know. I, think I would have to go back and check the catalog, but all that damn yelling, you can only take so much of that. I don't see how that could. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had like his his newer. Well, I don't say newer, but like his joints that came like in the two thousands. He kind of switches flow up a little bit. Like he he's kind of spitting in different kind of ways, and you know, kind of slowing it down a little bit, and kind of having a little melodic kind of flow to him. Like yeah, he kind of kind of like the the older he got, the more he kind of slowed down with the yelling, you know, and kind of okay. put like yeah. So yeah. He, He's had, and plus, he's been on a lot of dope remixes and stuff, like like some R and B stuff. He doesn't. He had like a verse or something. I think he did. He was on a Chris Brown record or something, or remix or something. You know. He, yeah. So he, yeah. So yeah. He, Best he, hype he's got man. some joint. What you say now? Best hype man. Flavor Flav. <laughs> I was Flavor Flav. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's he's the goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody yep. has any second. That's not, that's, that, there's no second place for that. <laughs> yeah, true indeed. Yeah. No second place. Hey, y'all know <laughs> Public Enemy got a new album out. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't checked it out, though. They got a new one out. Wu-Tang got a new one coming. Rakim got a new one out. Dre. Got a new one out, and he got Rock Kim on it. Um, I just something to be looking for, fellas. All this stuff's supposed to come out in 2020. Somebody else got one supposed to be coming out. Ghost but I want to hear that. They, hey, they might. I'm getting all. I'm <laughs> so out of the Wu Tang yeah, Clan. Who was the baddest? Who was the baddest lyricist in Wu Tang Clan? No, what one? Rick one. Oh, I would think Ray I'm gonna say Method Man. I'm rolling with Method Man. I, 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 I had to say, I, I, 
Wait, who would you say less? I couldn't hear you. I'm going with the guy that dropped the la- the one that dropped the latest album. So whoever keeps dropping the latest album, they got the dopest because I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ghostface about to drop some drop something uh, in another month or something. I read. Shoot, I'm I'm yeah. a, I'm on beyond. I like Ghost. I I think Ray. You know what? A lot of people like JT said meth, but I I think Rayquan is like Method Man has like the the like the best like image I believe or the best kind of like I don't know like his presence is kind of better but I think lyrically Ray Quan got him I I think Ray got him what do y'all think I know JT you would mess <laughs> but I got I got a question um what's my man that passed away um ODB I gotta ODB. give him a second man I actually was rocking with him too y'all gonna hate me. I, yeah. can't, I, 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 never, I never liked ODB. I couldn't any song he was on. I couldn't stand. Mm, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of ODB, but I, I wouldn't I, say I because he did a joint with DJ Premier that I thought was real dope. He did, he did a joint with DJ DJ Premier produced it. It was a dope record. He did a joint cut before he died. Kanye West did a record produced a record for him that was dope. Okay. That, that was okay. that, uh, that, that that take that equipment back to the store, whatever. I ever went is it, like a little joint that was like on a mix like a mixtape joint. You, you, it's on you, you can check it out on YouTube, man. You just put in ODB and Kanye West. That was dope. Okay. You know. So I yeah so I think I think Raekwon is dope. I, I I think he's very dope. I think Meth his delivery and the way he spits is. There's, there's nothing like it in Wu-Tang. Like, the way he spit, he can carry hooks. If you ever listen mm-hmm. to his songs, he carries a lot of the hooks. So his delivery, the way he spit, his style, is definitely far to you know far in front of Wu-Tang. Yeah. Besides, though, I, I like Ghost, man. I mean, not saying he's my best. I like, I like them all. Like, I can't say one I like better than the other. Like, I just, I can't. But I, I Ghost is my man, too. I like I like them all, and I'm a late also comer. Like, I really got what, what about Master? You like Master Killer and You God also? <laughs> yeah, yeah, You God, all of them. Well, I, yeah. I like You God. Master, Master Killer, I think is kind of he's on ODB. He's not. I think he's one of the weakest links in my opinion. Master Killer. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't buy his, yeah, his right. stuff. I buy the rest of them. But I wouldn't. Yeah. And Master I, Killer, he's like, yeah, nah. You know. But uh, Master Killer admitted in the interview that he wasn't really supposed to originally be in the Wu-Tang. You know, like, he was just like, I forgot what he was with, to them or something. But he, they just kind of put him on, you know, as they was making the records. And that's how he became a member. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, he said something that he admitted. Like he said, he wasn't even supposed to be down with the Wu. Like he wasn't, you know. It just it just kind of happened as he was rocking with him, you know. Yeah. Oh well, you know. Wow, I'm pretty sure Wu Tang got a lot of uh, underground stories and and things that they could probably push, and they probably could make a movie out of the whole Wu Tang saga, man. They did. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and on Hulu. On Hulu. It's on Hulu, Hulu right? Netflix, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I ain't even watched yeah. it yet, but I'm uh, that's that's my winter movie when the, when the snow day come, I'm gonna be snuck down in it. Oh, I'm gonna check yeah, it out. I'm watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulu's got the just I forget what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they already did it. <laughs> mhm. Definitely, definitely. Um, Jo, you didn't say you, what, what do you think about uh, Master Killer? You think? You think oh, I, I never really, I never really heard Master Killer, but I was gonna ask a question. Who you think had the best album albums out the Wu Tang? Cause you got Cuban Links, you got Takao, and you got the um, Iron Man by Ghostface. Uh, <laughs> I would say Ghostface I'm in my opinion. Go, go. <laughs> with meth, no matter what. <laughs> uh, I, I say Ghostface. Ghostface seemed like he had better beats on his on his, on his albums. Uh, Method Man. Uh, I haven't heard Takao all the way through the first one, but uh, Takao 2000 or whatever it was called TC whatever that that joint. I actually bought that, and and I. Uh, it's like it's too long for me. Like even for Met- like Method Man, it's like we- he got a dope voice and stuff. But after a while, it's just like you get kind of tired of it. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like like it's like okay, okay, kind of tired of this. <laughs> yeah. Big Lance, what you say? Once a- okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 I know like, you can't. I, I, like I just. I like well, I like most. So I like Meth. I like Ghost. I like Raekwon. Those are probably my my three best that I like. Yeah. Am I missing it? Yeah. Those are probably my three best. And what was the album you said by Ghost? Uh, uh Iron Man. Was, no, Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I dug that one. And and um, yeah. the uh, Meth had one. Uh, was it four eleven or something? He had he had a he had a few songs on there. I don't know. It's called I got it. I might have it uh, right here in my car. Hold up. It's called uh, four twenty one. That was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. It seems like Method Man for a whole album. It seems like he don't rock it like he does when he just like on on records. You know what I mean? Right. That's a good point. It's, yeah. yeah yeah, for him to be dope as he is, I mean, the, the <laughs> albums itself don't ever, you kind of get tired of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? But, uh, but Ghostface is like he has more diversity in his in his music or something. His, his beats are different. His, you know, his presence, I don't know. Go, I, I think Ghost put his albums together better. So, You know who I thought when they first came out was dope lyrically and I was looking for big things from this guy? And that was Keith Murray. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 fell. He, uh, shout out to Rhyme Schemes. It's in Black Topia. He got a record with Keith Murray. Um, mm-hmm. What's that record? Yeah, Black Topia and Rhyme Schemes. They did a he did a record with uh, Keith Murray about four years ago. Dang, I can't think of it. But it's on uh, it's on it's on the platform, Spotify, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I, man. When I first when I first heard Keith Murray on the track, and I heard his lyrics, I was like, "Oh snap!" Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. put that out. Yeah. So why you I ain't mentioning um, why less you didn't mention nothing about Master P. And you know everybody, <laughs> I mean, he on a a thing where everybody putting him on certain plateaus like at the B T Hip Hop Awards last night, Snoop honored him with some award. I didn't see it. But nobody throws him in the conversation as outside of the lyrical part of things. They still him where it pertains to the business side. And I guess some people are just by default put put up on a on a certain plateau. But when we think about some of the greatest of all time, you know, he had an impact as far as culture wise, but lyricist wise, he he ain't up there with some of the greatest. James, you must be trying to piss me off mentioning Master P. James already know me, man. He just did that to just start some stuff, man. You know. Hey, but okay, I I'll be only thing I think about Master P on is making money. If you want to make some money and how to go about it, I'm down with P. But if you we talking about hip hop and he he Hey man, he he remind me of, of MC Shy D. He on that level. Y'all don't know nothing about MC Shy D. That's a bad. That's that's, 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 a, that's a real comparison, man. Hey man, you know MC Shy D back in the day. I thought that was the corniest rapper that ever came out. He was from the South, from Florida or Georgia somewhere. Mm-hmm. That couldn't have been the corniest. That that can't be. He can't be ranked the corniest rapper of all time. He close to it. I'm I'm glad I wasn't the only person feeling that way being in Ohio. I'm glad people in South Carolina thought the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, Master P. Master P. Master P. Business wise, yeah, he's straight. The corniest rapper of all time is Skilo. In my in my view, it'd be Skilo. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of them. Skilo, yeah, I, I can't. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was about oh, that okay. jet shit. Yeah, and I, I'm a, I'm a short hey. dude. I still ain't like that record. I definitely <laughs> I fuck that shit. <laughs> and when we talk, and you think about it, when we talked about best duos of all time, nobody mentioned Crisscross neither. You know that record. You know the record they did when they got older, though. I kind of thought I kind of liked it, but nobody it, they, people didn't want to hear them by then. The the little record they came out with Jermaine Dupri when they got older, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah they had the brat and stuff rapping with them and stuff. I thought that was dope, but it was just wasn't it was too late. <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody, it was too late. Yeah, yep. That's almost like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They saved New Edition because. With a little boy song, when they got Johnny Gill, their career would have been over. Mm-hmm. Because they, because they audience, because you know that's when they dropped any heartbreak, we all of us was about to go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. We weren't, we weren't trying to hear Candy Gill. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. we was a fan base. Yeah, you, yeah, True. people. Yeah, when they, they get older, it's like they were Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Young MC. Young MC is a corny MC that nobody talks about. Young MC. 
Yeah, but he rich as hell though. I was about to say he he rich. Him and Sir Mix a lot got <laughs> rich off of off of what one line. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what was the, what was the, um what was the song James they they got rich on? Which one? Um, Young MC. And and who, who was the other MC you said? Sir Mix a lot. Uh, I got Sir, big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah, you're right. But Young yeah. MC wrote the song. Um, what's the song all the white move. people like? No, yeah, he Bust wrote Bust the Move, but yeah, Funky Cold Medina. What's the song that? Oh, Tone Low. Tone Low. What song? Wild Thing. Wild, Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Okay. Tone yeah. Low. Yeah. Yeah. Young MC wrote that, and they both got rich. Yeah. Man, wow. Wow. One hit wonders it made. Broke. Huh? One hit wonders it made. And let me not forget, a lot of people call my man corny, but I actually think he was one of the smartest rappers of all time, and that was Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby will forever be played in skating rinks all around the country. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> he, 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 hey, he gonna always be remembered of getting hanging out that window by Suge Knight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Suge Knight scared him. Yep. First, yeah. first hip-hop first hip-hop um, White boy group. I ain't gonna say the first, but I say uh, Beastie Boys. Yep, that's Beastie what it is. I'm gonna show, hey, listen. I'm gonna show you how how we as black people are, especially with the hip hop game. When hip hop first came out, we knew it was urban, black, the whole nine. So, right behind Run DMC come the Beastie Boys, right? And when they dropped, all of us had licensed the ear. And they were and, and, and they were approved by, you know, they, they, they hung out with a lot of people like Run DMC, all them cats, whatever. But first of all, the music was so dope, we just bought it. We didn't even care what they looked like. We just bought the music because it was hip-hop. We didn't care white, black, whatever. We all white boys throwing down. Okay. We was all on it. We as black people don't even, we ain't even prejudiced because it was, we allowed them into hip hop with no problem. No problem. Mm-hmm. And they was a rock and roll band before they even went to hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. They also inspired groups like Cypress Hill and Third Base and some of those groups that came you know, after that. But I still think they had the most, they had the most impact. Uh, where it pertained to uh, white dudes trying to make, you know, make it. And I know a lot of people, you know, hell Eminem is having the greatest impact, but I still give it to the Beastie Boys for being originators and really just breaking breaking the trend and really, you know, and really being able to so – I still listen to them. They're still in my playlist, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to I can't say that. Eminem has some songs that I can rock to, but Beastie Boys are, are legendary in my mind. Yeah, I don't sit here and, watch, and rock Eminem all the damn time. He ain't even in my playlist. So Paul Revere. Yeah. And I can yeah. definitely say this: this is the show. This is a definitely will set the show, shut the show down. The one, the one group that I can tell you is not in. 
Jay's playlist, not in J-O's playlist, not in Les' playlist, and not in mine. It's a clean sweep. Millie Vanilli does not appear in none of our playlists at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're right about that. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all remember when KRS-One jumped off the stage on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Off the stage on it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, definitely, well, fellas, we're gonna get ready to wrap it up, man. I wish, uh, you know, we was waiting on our our guests, but it was a great conversation, regardless, you know, about hip hop all together, and then just you know what's coming out and everything. Um, yeah, definitely, y'all check out. Describes make America greater. I mean, excuse me, damn, hope not to mess them up. Make make America better. Uh, that's on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, stream it. Check it out. Just check it out. Make America better from Describe. Uh, I don't I don't know what what happened, but you know we're gonna find out. It's all good. One love to them. Y'all follow them on social media. Follow them on Instagram. Um, Big Les, is there anything you want to plug or shout out? Nah, man, I'm good. I don't want to shout out anything, but I do. I'll say this real quick: prayers, prayers, and blessings go out to the people down in Louisiana dealing with another hurricane, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Prayers after them. You caught me um, with food in my mouth. My bad. Oh, hey, it's all good. Uh, uh, Jo, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to shout out? Uh, I want to say shout out to my um my label life to label we up next and also check out the Jail podcast which is on the anchor you can check it on Spotify Apple Music and, and Google Podcasts and many more and that's all I gotta say definitely JT oh one more thing I'm sorry real quick James has already heard it but we just released a new track called uh, We Will Not Continue. Um, it'll be posted on my page. I'm going to give it to James so he can post it. So please give us some, some love. But, you know, if you like it, you don't like it, whatever. Just just give us some love. Um, it's a song on social injustice in America. Um, we just released it. I think he just released it um, last week. I'm just collaborating on with somebody. But definitely, man, check it out. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Definitely post that in Blacktopia. Uh, JT, when you get it, definitely share it on out. And, and we got to support each other. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I definitely do that. Um, also with uh, D-Scrib, um, we're pulling and hoping that we would get him on the Floetic Show uh, this Friday Friday evening at 6 p.m. Um, we find out what happened and, and, and get him on uh, and, and, and talk to him uh, this Friday. Uh, we have them scheduled. Uh, you know, we, 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 we hate we didn't get them on tonight, but uh, we, we'll get them back, you know, on this platform as well, on the digital meet and greet. And uh look forward to trying to get them uh, this Friday. He's scheduled to be there uh, this Friday evening at 6 p.m. on BigWooRadio.com with us on the Floretic Poetry Show. Also, Monday night, we're going to be live on every social media platform between IG, Facebook Live, um, as we present uh, Minister T. Breeze, and um, YA, your boy, 
um, as we do a top five celebration of music live um, so everybody will get to see it. Nobody uh, got to see it live this past Monday, so we're going to do it all over again. So be looking on uh, my personal um, page, James Sherman Thompson, as well as all the platforms that I'm tied with for advertising and how you can link in and catch um, 60 minutes of celebration of music uh, this Monday, uh, November the 2nd, day before the election. Let's vibe out. Let's rock out and do something live. You're a lover of music. You gonna want, you ain't going to want to miss this. Definitely, definitely. We'll check out the lives. Definitely plug it up and plug it in all the groups, Blacktopia, the Media Blast, all of them. We're going to definitely check out the links and, and, and enjoy, the, enjoy it, enjoy the show. All right. That's it. You don't have to get off. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. <laughs>